and then examine it trends Listen to two best friends, you just have the word on the strings Welcome to Word on the Straits. The podcast where we unpack straight culture. And let our fact check fly. I'm Sam. And I'm Joe. Welcome back. Uh, we are in a new studio for this week's recording. Dining al fresco. What so, does that mean? Al fresco means like eating outside. Oh, I didn't... I thought it was... I thought that was... Oh, I got it confused with Florentine. Ooh, Florentine is like eggs, right? No, because... Eggs Florentine is a thing, though. Eggs Florentine... Yeah, but see, they wouldn't say eggs, eggs. Is Florentine eggs? No, because they wouldn't say eggs, eggs. Girl, what is Florentine? It's like a way to prepare eggs. It's like, instead of eggs benedict, you can get eggs Florentine. It's very similar, but it's a different spin on, like, traditional classic. So, what do you mean by eggs, eggs? Well, you said, does Florentine mean eggs? And I was saying no, because if it were, eggs Florentine would mean eggs, eggs. I think I said, what does Florentine mean? Did I say... He said, it doesn't matter. We can, you know, we if, will if someone, have evidence. If someone wants to think about it and go back to the earlier part of the tapes, we can see who was correct in that interaction. I was just making a joke. I don't think anyone was correct. I guess that's not the right term to use, but it doesn't matter. Uh, we're sitting here in my glamorous backyard on the deck. It's pretty um, glam. To, to reenact uh, the reason we, you know, it was the first week we skipped since season two started, actually. Yeah, I thought about that. That's crazy. We've been going almost, I think, because we started the final weekend of June last year. This is when season two started. And now we went a full year of recording episodes. And we took a week off to to celebrate, you know, to remember and reflect. To remember and reflect. Remember and reflect. uh, But also we went on a camping trip with today's guest. Yeah. Yeah. that was iconic. It was great. And so I think that we shouldn't spend too much time on the preamble, even though we could. Right, but that is why we are al fresco. We are right. outside in homage of our camping trip. We were going to record this podcast on said camping trip. Yes. But, um... We can get into the specifics of why we did not once we bring him in, I think. Okay, yeah. I, well, I just think... I just want I just want to have this perspective I love on it. Things. Let's bring him in. Okay, our guest today is Mike... Well, currently we have a lease together, but we don't live together. Uh, we just told our landlords today that we are not going to be renewing. That's a conversation <laughs> worth having. Uh, I'm glad that we had that conversation with them. Uh, and he is a he is getting his pre-med school certification at a university. And Come on, post I back. love him with all my heart. And I've known him since he was five, since we were five years old. Let's bring him in. Please welcome to the pod, David, David Lumberski. Hi, y'all. Long time, first time here. Oh my god, yeah. yeah, that is so true. So happy to have you on the pod, Dave. Literally, how do we not have you on when we've produced it three feet from your living room? I've sat in my bedroom, locked away many a times. You've been yeah. in the room where it happens, uh, but... It, you've I, also appeared on many apps, yeah, I feel. Yeah, you've spoken on them. Like, walking through the room. And I've pl- I've pl- I had been planning to have you on, and I feel like if we continued to live together throughout this year, you would have already been on, but... We didn't do that. No. We real kicked in the nuts, this one. No, yeah. Oh, I'm a G. I'm certain over the past four months, uh, we would have had you on the pod at some point. 
but... Jesus, if we were quarantined You know, then, life gets in the way. The real shame is that I can't even sit in my rocking chair for this, which I miss with my whole heart. Oh, yeah, that is such a bummer. I love that chair. It's a great rocking chair. It's one of the three things I love in this world. Uh, don't ask me about the other two. I don't, don't want to know, but that rocking chair slaps. Yeah. It, it's a great rocking chair. I've sat in it a lot, and... You know, it's a wonderful place to read a book. It's a wonderful place yeah. to sit and watch the TV, eat a dinner, you know. Take a snooze. Take a snooze. Yeah, you can do a lot in that chair. It's usually the chair that producer Chris sits in during our pods. Fun fact for all you hoes out there. But obviously, if, be, if we were podcasting with you in the space, you would obviously be able to sit in your rocking chair. Guys, imagine if we never, I mean, let's just say in another realm, we never... Like sliding doors. Sliding doors, we never came back to Pittsburgh for quarantine and we quarantined in New York City. Oh. What does that have to do with Sliding Doors? Sliding Doors is this movie where like... Gwyneth uh, Paltrow, there's, she, she gets to a subway stop and in one universe the door closes before she can get on and in the other universe she gets on the subway and she it goes through what happens in both of her lives. Butterfly effect, Josh. Very interesting. So like, good. what would... Where would we be at if we stayed in core? We would definitely have probably recorded three episodes with David by now. Mm-hmm. It's a dark place. <laughs> we might all have COVID at this point. This could be true, but now but it we seems could be like thriving, now it seems like New York is doing better than the rest of the states, which That's is true. funny. I, I mean, we would think that we could have David on a bunch of times simply be, due to proximity, but we've been living with two people who have refused to appear. So, you know, this it's is not true. all about convenience when it comes the to guests. The two in there. Yeah. They don't want to be here. They're both straight as hell and very knowledgeable, and they won't be on the pod. You know, Fred Egler seems more available and more willing to be on than Emily, but it does... I, I would prefer to have Emily on before Fred, given that she is my sister. Relative to the pod. Yeah, sister, sister of, of the, the pod. pod. And so it's... It, she has not... She has not given in, and I've stopped asking. Irregardless. Um, but hopefully, if, a list, if the listenership can get on board and sort of put the pressure on, maybe we could get Emily to come on, but so up till now... You gotta drop her Twitter handle so that the internet can handle I'm it. I'm not gonna dox my sister. No, but it's an option, of course. Like, I'm not putting when it you're off ready the table. For it, it's there. Yeah, we'll drop her um, TikTok handle. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's it a thing. It is a thing, but she definitely doesn't have one. She doesn't have a TikTok? She might. Is she favoriting things? Because then she has a handle. She doesn't have the app. Me neither. You should. It's great. I don't think I should. That Speaking of, that camping trip is the only time since quarantine started that I didn't go on TikTok for a full 24 hours. And I'm glad we went just for that reason. Then. Yeah, that was... I mean, that's definitely good. I've, I, I, I spent... I When I first got on TikTok, I was on it like for hours out of day every day. But over the past like several months, I've really declined in that use. That's use funny. Life. I was up and then I was scaling up. And then I went down for the month of June, and now I'm right back up. I don't know what happened in July, but we're in. LOL. Do you have that thing turned on your phone where it tells you how much you look at your phone? I had to turn that off during quarantine. It was not reading the room appropriately. It mm. was too much. I turned it on during quarantine, and it has helped me gauge my problem areas. That's very brave. I have had it on. I don't really look at my phone that much. What is your problem area? social media in general mm, a specific I, one i mean definitely twitter for sure need to get off of it and have been talking about it and like thinking about it for a long time but have so far not done anything about it but i really should and i think that i am moving in a general direction of going off of the horrible website 
It's literally the thing where you can't look away because it's a train wreck. Like, That's how I feel about TikTok, though. It's I'm that also every day. I'm personality, and, like, I just can't, I can't do it. I feel that very obsessive over here. That's why I feel like TikTok is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I will lose an hour at a time and, and not think even it's think been about five it. minutes. It, yeah. It literally is instant gratification. Like, you don't even have to do anything. You don't have to press any buttons. It just goes. I will say I am becoming a better dancer from watching it. Yeah, I've that? osmosing some dance moves. That is true, and I actually love that for TikTok. But I don't love all of the dances. But it is getting people dancing, and that's fun. I'm not going to shit on any dance here. I yeah. mean, why not dance if you have the opportunity dance. to? You better dance. Dance like everyone of your millions of followers are watching. Because <laughs> they are, girl. You can dance if you want to. They're going to leave your friends behind. That's all we can sing. David, how has your quarantine experience been going? Are you doing okay? How are you feeling? You've been talking about going to New York for a long time. I have been talking about going to New York. We're going. I have talk a big game. I've given up on that dream officially. Yeah, it was a bad idea. Until I pack up the apartment. So. I love that. That's kind of sad. Great journey for you. Yeah, I have come to acceptance though. I will not be talking about New York or living there for a year. And then we're gonna push. What do you mean? What do you mean? I want to live there in another year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, me too. I would love to move back. Yeah. I just know that I don't have any business there right now. Well, he's going to school somewhere else. That's... So literally you don't have any year, business. but I yeah. hope so. I will say, glad I'm not there and just, like, on my bed the whole day. Glad to have an outside space. Yeah. There, Absolutely. Well, when we had Joe's sister, Liz McMahon, on the podcast, she was talking about how, like, open concept and sort of, like, and having just her studio, or her small apartment or whatever she has right now, um, isn't great for working from home because there's not ways to partition your day in mm-hmm. the different areas of the house or whatever. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. I spend a lot. I spend my mornings out here working on the laptop in the backyard. Then I go upstairs, and then I sort of just finish up my work day up there. It's nice. Yeah, you gotta have different spaces for different activities so you don't confuse your mind. I didn't know about that sort of train of thought until a couple months ago, but it makes so much sense. The house is the architecture of the mind. Yeah, okay. Your house and living space is a physical representation of your conscious and unconscious. And that's just true. That's gotta be true. I want to have a big library in my unconscious and my physical conscious. Yeah. Am I using these phrases right? No. Did Freud even use them right when he invented them? You do have a lot of books at our apartment. I do be having books. And I, I want, I, not that I wanted to bring this up to you, but I was thinking about why you have so many books. I've just collected them, and then I like to give them away, but not forever, because then I demand them back. Um, well. I've lent books out and not gotten them back, and then had to buy that book again, which Travels with Charlie is that book for me. Love that book. Who did you give it to? I gave that to a few people. What is this? What is that? I'm Raise saying- the roof. I'm saying let's talk a little louder. Oh. I had to buy that book three different times because I gave it to two different people. One a camp from a friend from camp. Uh-huh. And one a friend from college. And I lost them both. Bro, this is your fault for giving away this book. But you want to lend stuff out to people. But I have a very you similar can't expect it to experience come back to you. because I own the Summer Heights High DVDs. Ooh. And I lent those out. Summer Heights High. Exactly. It's Obama Heights High. I lent those out to someone who I thought was a friend. 
uh, in high school and oh. never received them back. Which was, you know, interesting and sort of a learning experience for me. Is that what broke the friendship? It didn't break the friendship, but it definitely started chipping away at the thin fabric. Oh, and I will say you do know this person, but I won't say who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, now I'm curious. The subtweets are so, flooding you know out. I love drama. It's I why I watch The Bachelor. It is partly why I'm on TikTok, and that was cruel. I've immediately narrowed it down to like six people. Uh, you know, I went to high school with them, and you know, you know them. Anyway, uh, oh yeah, unspoken, un- unspoken narrative. I hinted at it. David and I knew each other since we were five because we went to kindergarten and then elementary school and then middle school and. And together and we went to camp the same camps calvary camp for our whole lives and worked there together too i knew you too i knew joe too and obviously david <laughs> and joe knew each other through me and then they went to the same high school same high school wow yeah david and i would drive to school together a lot one time joe fell out of my window as we were driving to school i was like not one to stay inside of moving vehicles <laughs> I think you and you you Wait, what do you mean you fell out as well in high school i didn't I liked hanging outside of windows yeah. in high school. It's fair. Of moving cars. It was fun. And I was stupid, but I would do it all the time. You're like a Labrador. I'm a little straight up. And one time we were on our way to school and we, just, one of our friends was behind us. And I like put most of my torso outside of the car and my phone fell out of my pocket onto the street. And we were like literally like on... We a highway going. entrance like yeah. yeah we were like merging or like demerging we were like getting off the highway and it was like i had to like go down to the street pick up my phone it was crazy and like it was stop sign i started moving because i didn't know you were out of car yeah it looks over you were fully out of car joe is out of car out of mind out of body out of car but it was fun i appreciate all those rides and you had a prius it was sick i love that yeah, whatever happened in the Prius, we stand. Ooh, still a sore subject. I was in Madison. Mm. My sister was in Madison. She borrowed it for the weekend. Oh, wow, hold left on. Left it in a flood zone. What does that mean? What's a flood zone, honestly? Uh, there was a big rain, and the water came up above the engine of the Prius, and then the Prius broke. Damn. And then, with the insurance money, I bought a Mini Cooper. It was stick shift. I, didn't, I couldn't drive it at the time. Oh, my God. And then I learned how to drive it, and I love that Mini Cooper. Yeah. I didn't know that was even something that could happen. Does that happen to regular cars? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think it would fuck up. I feel up. like if a water level goes above the engine, yes, but I think the engine is lower on a Prius. Yeah, and like I was wondering about like the battery and shit, but who fucking knows? I don't know. I'm I love not, it. I'm not car guy. I couldn't even drive the car when I bought it. I have no idea of anything about cars, and I would never pretend to. I love it. How do you guys feel about moving into the word on the straights? Whoa, I'm game. Let's do it. Okay. Dave, today, today we wanted, wanted to, talk to talk to you about camping. Obvi. Camping. Perfect. The inspiration for everything we have experienced over the past week. Everything you've experienced for the past week has come from camping? Uh, yeah, I feel like every... That's a real inspirational trip we Yeah, had. that's redundant. It was because, I mean, we left a week ago... Wednesday night, and we were there through Thursday morning, and then ever since then I've been living in a post-camping experience. I should have gotten you some ayahuasca and really let you see, like, what the shamans show you. Yeah, Mm. for real. 
that good old Pennsylvania hallucinogenic route. I think I'm out on ayahuasca. I threw away my poppers when I was in New York. That's praxis. <laughs> Damn. Thank yeah. God. So I think that I'm out on mind-altering substances. Damn. Smart. Better for your bod. Ayahuasca is medicine. It does alter your mind. It do. It fucks with you. Have you done ayahuasca? No. Okay. I did a little bit once. What? When? We were... Okay, so David and I were both Parkin Fellows at at our high school, which was like... Um, this grant program you could apply for to, like, go be an ecotourist somewhere. It was, like, very bougie. It, some people designed very cool things to go like do. schools and yeah. did really cool things, and I was an ecotourist. I was an ecotourist. I the Amazon River. We built a, like, we started the, laying the foundation for, like, a special needs playground in the middle of Ecuador, which is rare and cool. cool, and, like, I felt like we helped there, but that was, like, a couple days, and then the rest of the time we were literally in an eco-lodge in the rainforest, chilling, hanging out with a shaman who let us try a little bit of ayahuasca. Wow. He, like, cleansed us with these leaves said a few prayers and then and you're like 16 at this time bitch literally yes like 16 and he's like just take a little bit and i like dip my finger and it tastes like a1 steak sauce but i didn't really feel anything didn't really see god or anything but um the shaman was amazing and the rainforest was cool did they let you camp in the rainforest probably not so we stayed that's protected Mm, yeah we stayed at this eco lodge so there was like this dude who just lives there with his monkey and his wife and like same thing no okay dave that's why we brought you the straight perspective wait but there were like I feel like straight nuts. people hate their spouses. Yeah, I feel like it's just facts at this point. Like everyone talks why, about this, it's true. and it's it's worrying. It's so I don't like worrying. That phrase, ball and chain. Where does that come from? Jesus. From like, I, I mean, I get a, that it's a prison reference, yeah. but why? In reference to like, your you supposed saying? soulmate. Why, yeah. Yeah. Why would you call your soulmate oh, prison? Because she's like keeping you back. That's dumb. Exactly. Like, you just okay. I was saying he married a monkey. Mona was crazy. The monkey was wild. She would like attack your face. Yeah. Was Mona the monkey or the wife? The monkey. Okay. And I'm pretty sure Mona is also monkey in Spanish. I could be wrong about that. I don't know. Irregardless, um, we stayed in these cabins with these big mosquito nets. It was fun. I I got to live on a boat for mine, and we did a bunch of like ecological surveys so i just like counted dolphins all day long <laughs> that's <laughs> sick though it was, was kind of cool dolphins in the amazon yeah where were you peru right yeah peru yeah uh i don't know i, I couldn't even that. tell you where in peru anymore <laughs> i had never camped outside before we went camping Gag. and have Ooh. never gone on an ecotourism experience how did you, you should do more camping yeah how did you find camping Sam? oh it was good it was i mean it was especially great because i had two very well seasoned campers um who did or were able to instruct me in doing every single thing did you find it severely different than a summer camp yeah because there was so much more setup and there wasn't a cabin with walls or a large dining hall or hundreds of people all around you mm. and no bed um a little make your own cabin and bed just yeah um and there was no salad bar <laughs> <laughs> uh 
truly I did, roughing it. I only knew two people of the, like, 15 that were in my immediate area. Yeah, it was funny. We had this walk-up campsite, and there were all these families. Too many families. Too many families. We would like to see yeah. more degenerates like us. Yeah, for real. Very close to two other, peop- two other groups who had um, much bigger numbers than we did, and, like, even much bigger numbers. Like, they outnumbered, their kids outnumbered us. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of the reasons we couldn't record in the woods because everyone went to bed. These kids went to bed at eight thirty. Like the sun was still up when they all went Is in that their right? tents. I did not Girl, look at my well, watch. One. They put them to sleep, or they put them in these like what do they call those things? Hammocks with like books, being like, "All right, kids, get ready to go to bed. Sun's mm-hmm. about to go down. It's nine o'clock." I mean, I whatever. Those, they slept pretty late too. They slept till like eight or nine. For going to bed at 8.30. And then they woke up and, like, started screaming, and their parents yelled at them, and it's like, why did you bring your kids to the woods if not to fucking run around and scream? It's yeah. Like, we're was, awake. No one else is around. Yeah. I was concerned for their kids' experience in the woods, because I just feel like if they... I, like, their mom seemed to be yelling at them for, like, running around. I don't know what the whole story was. Obviously, I'm <laughs> sure there was a lot going on, but I just feel like if you're going to take your kids to the woods... Let them do whatever the like, fuck they want. I just want. feel like if you want them to want to come back, you should have it. Should be a good experience, right? And I just feel like, I just felt like it didn't seem like that much fun over there. Our family, my extended family, would go camping, and we would take up like three camping sites, like my cousins, tons of bitches. But they, the same thing would inevitably happen to us. Like we would get yelled at for nothing because we were running around instead of like. Who even knows, right? Camping is just a stressful family experience because there's there is so much setup. There's so much setup, and like especially on checkout day, shit can get wild because it's like, oh, you kids aren't helping. It's like they're literally four. Like, what are they gonna do? They can't tear down a tent. They can't do anything. Also, like your kid could disappear behind a tree and then get lost immediately, and then you never see them again. Okay, well, I'm not gonna think about that. I didn't take as much offense to that family as I did to the family on the other side. Yeah, though. you hated them. I really did not like them. They put their tent right in the middle of the walking path up to ours. Yeah. And the old guy, one, snored super loud. Oh, my God, yeah. Which didn't bother me once it was bedtime for me because I don't care about that. Yeah. But then he woke up hella early and was just screaming. Yeah. Which yeah. Which is rude. He was louder than them kids. Hello. Yeah, I agree. Um, that it was a very loud wake up. Uh, I I no. I mean to go back to the initial question, like yeah, no, yeah. There it was. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, there was, <laughs> there was. Um, it was easy to you know. Every, I found everything to be very simple and great and very fun. I loved going <laughs> camping. Um, the, my one thing was that I had to sleep on a hill, which I was not experienced with, and so it was just, like, an interesting thing to get used to, and especially as, like, a person who sleeps on his side, it, that is not the tea in the woods. Next time we gotta get you one of those hammocks that we saw, yeah. and that can be your bed. I could, I could, I could and would happily sleep in a hammock. Yeah, yeah I could strong fuck with that. I had no desire for a hammock until I saw the cute couples wrapped up in a hammock on this camping trip. I didn't notice them. I did see that. I saw two of them. Two couples. That's a vibe. Yeah. There's not a lot of room in that hammock. Hammocks are lovely. I believe that's the point. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And they're deceiving, though. Like, they're, they can spread out more than you think, the hammock. The hammock? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want one of those nice, bougie ones that's, like, woven rope. 
you know? Oh, with the big green, like, metal on the e- ground. Or mm-hmm. just, like, the hooks, like, on some tree or what the fuck ever. But, like, yeah, the big metal As frame. opposed to, like, sleek tent-like fabric. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you can just, like, tie between two trees. I don't know. But I would need, like, a beautiful home first to, like, have said hammock at. I want to try them both. Yeah, would Def try both. When did you first camp, Dave? Uh, so, when I was growing up, we bought the very tent I used for our trip just so I could sleep in the backyard. No way. Wow. Which was just some, like, backyard camping. That's some real city boy stuff. You gotta go backyard camping. Yeah, it was fun. And we, my dad would come out with me and we would pull out the laptop back when they had, like, DVD players in the laptops. Oh, my God. And we'd watch it at night. And then I think we would usually just go inside by, like, 3 a.m. 3 a. Yeah. Because who wants to sleep outside, no, really? No, Def, yeah. Once it gets down to it, your bed is right there. For one, t- one time, definitely, like, a sprinkler came on at, like, 2 a.m. And we were like, all right, it's, it's time to go inside. This was cute. You didn't have the rain thingy up? It got <laughs> under the rain thingy. It was an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, and then that's probably the only experience I had until I went on a like cross country camping trip through national parks in the Northwest. That's such which a was Minneapolis to Seattle and back. When did you do that, and how long did it take? It was right after college graduation, so summer 2016, and it was two weeks. And effectively, what we did was two weeks going across, going west, and then just like one night hauling ass back east. Um, you drove. We drove. We were in a, a Camry. There was four of us, so like it got nasty. really nasty. Yeah. And uh, holy shit. The funny part is like we had this whole camping playlist to start off with, and then we ended up just listening to like one song the whole time. What was it? Uh, do you know that "Going Up the Country" by Canned Heat? Uh, going up the country. I don't. I think I've heard of Canned it's Heat great. though. I don't know it. And to this day, I love that song. It is my camping song because of that one trip. Did we listen to it? And yeah, we didn't listen to it we while we not. were camping. Rip. Sorry. Oh, my God. I love it. You're going to have to go back. Did you go to Olympia National Park while you were in Washington? Uh, that is the one across, like west of Seattle, right? I don't Olympic know. Olympic National Park. Yeah. Olympic, yeah. Yeah, Olympia is the city. Olympia is the city. Olympic is the park. Yes. Cloud Forest. What's Cloud Forest? From Star Wars? No, well, no. that's Bespin the Cloud City. Oh, oh you're right. <laughs> You've been schooled. A cloud forest. You might be getting get confused with the forest moon of Yavin. Obviously, that's Endor. Don't start forest moon of Endor. Sorry, <laughs> I got something wrong. I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, what were you talking about? <laughs> wait, I want to go to the this... rainforest. Yeah, like wait, I want to go to this moon of Endor though, but yeah, it's it's not real. <sighs> Fuck off. Um. There's this kind of rainforest that's not tropical. It's temperate, and it's called a cloud forest, and there is one, and that is what Olympic National Park is. And I really want to go. Did you like it? I loved it. The geography was different than the rest of the hiking on the trip because it went from, like, Rocky Mountain-esque stuff and, like, prairie stuff out far west, and then you cross the Rockies, and then you're in Seattle. Holy shit, yeah. And then you get to this rainforest. It was, like, different than the rest of the parks we were at. I have, like, not been to the northwest at all. Me either. First time I tried free weed. Or not free weed, legal weed. (laughs) Come on. Not the first time I tried free weed. Legal weed is strong as fuck. I went to Colorado and got high off my ass. We were staying with my friend Eric's sister for a night, and this other kid, Luke, who was on our trip, 
smoked so much that <laughs> we, we were at dinner and he went to the bathroom for an hour and a half just to oh, be away from no. everybody. He that's, fully zonked out. Yeah, that I mean, that's a terrible experience. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, and what is his name? <laughs> Luke. We do think of Luke in these times and we are worried for him. And Luke, you know, oh, we are trauma responses can take many forms and hiding in the bathroom is one of them. It's a valid one and it's one we've all known how to do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad though. It was very sad when he came back and he was just like, I gotta go home and go to bed. Damn. And we were like, I believe you. It can be the move though. Like yeah. He knew that's what he needed. Yeah. I'm glad he took that refuge. Absolutely. Yo, one time, a very memorable camping trip, the now-canceled book series, Harry Potter, um, the final installment was coming out while our family was camping. And, like, one of my... We were at camp. Number seven. Yeah, yeah. One of my aunt's, like, birthday presents to me was, like, I'll take you to Barnes & Noble at midnight, and we'll go, we'll do the thing. I'll buy you the book. Did you dress up? But we were in the middle of nowhere. We She found us some borders in the middle of, like, Ohio near our camping site so we could go at midnight. I don't think I dressed up, but we got yelled at for reading it all weekend because some people... Both you and the aunt, or just you got yelled at? Um, a ton of us. So, there were like, a ton of our cousins were there, obviously, because we all go. Mm-hmm. But not all of the cousins had a copy. Uh. So, like... Our asses were reading while, like, not everybody could read the fucking Harry Potter book. So our parents were like, put the fucking book down, go hang out with your cousins. But it's like, are you kidding me? Here, the final Harry Potter book just came out. It was like, I'll see them at Christmas. But it's fine. <laughs> like, I'm going to see Rachel again. Yeah, Don't hello. Worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like Sam mentioned, we were at summer camp when that came out. And I yeah. do remember them having, like, a crisis over how to enact a policy of don't talk about the book. Yeah. Wow. No spoilers allowed. I bet that was a strong message every morning at, like, morning announcements. I like, feel like every meal they brought up, like, just a reminder, don't talk about the book, and here's what you're doing today. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. And I bet, you know, like, there's verbal contracts you could enter with your friends. Like, if their mom mailed them a copy or whatever, it's like, could you talk about it just to someone who's also reading it? Or would you get it? No, of course you could talk about the book. And, like, I, like, people were talking about it, but it's just like, there was obviously also just like a, you know, like, spoiler culture. cool. Yeah. Um, I did find out that someone lost their limb, and that was the only spoiler I found out before reading the book. Dolph. It gets grown back immediately, basically, by. Who loses the limb? Like, Fred or George or someone, maybe Ron. I forget. And then it grows back. Okay. I think it's an ear. No, Fred loses. No, George loses an ear. But there's a there's one point where Ron like gets a serious gash in his leg or something, oh, and yeah. then Hermione brings out Dittany root or something. Dittany. Yeah, and heals it. But enough about canceled books here. Sorry, yeah, Potter. this is a banned and canceled book. David, what have you? What do you read so much? What's your like favorite book? My favorite book. Yeah. Gag. I mean, I guess if I guess if you don't have one, you don't have to answer. But uh, what's your favorite book you've read recently? Okay. My favorite book is The Year of Magical Thinking by Joan Didion. She's also one of my two favorite writers. Um, I've heard of her. She's great. She and, and John Steinbeck are my two favorite because they do the like creative nonfiction thing very well. Yeah. But the Year of Magical Thinking is about like her grief the year after her husband died. Mm. And it is tragic and heartbreaking. And I cried when I read it. And it's so good. And I oh. highly recommend Joan Didion. And then I also like... The Bell Jar and Travels with Charlie 
those are two of my other favorites. Well, Travels with Charlie, you're one of the biggest benefactors of the <laughs> entire series. Yeah, I've you've... given a lot of money to the Steinbeck Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> I've got most of those copies right now. Um, yeah, those are my favorite. And nice. then, I don't know. I liked Star Wars when I was young. Kind of gave up on those when Disney threw them out the door, so they're old news. Makes sense. Weird. They're they did that. Making, they're starting a new era of novels that I'm get, I'm excited to read. Uh, they're coming out in the fall, and I'm going to give the first one a try. It's a, it's going to be like a, several hundred years do before Phantom of Phantom Menace. Since the takeover? No, they do. They've had novels, but they're building a new era of this. Like, they haven't, like, written, they, there oh. hasn't been stories written in, like, these years that they're going to do or whatever, and they're, like, building out what the world is going to look like and stuff. Um, but they have done, like, a Thrawn novel, and they've done other novelizations. Like, there's a Princess Leia book about her teenage years or something Ooh. like that. Um, yeah, which I'm interested in reading also. Cool. Um, but I love Thrawn. Oh, yeah. Great, Thrawn great is film. the best. I did not read... I've not read the new Thrawn book yet, but I obviously love Thrawn. That's a great name. Yeah. He's blue, he's got red eyes, and he loves art. He loves art? Yeah. I don't remember that Come art, on, part, but I think he has pointy ears, too. Ooh, what Maybe. does Star Wars art look like? I forget, but he just knows so much about the art history of every like race or whatever, and is it uses that to make his tactic tactical maneuvers as a general. That's fierce. I love when villains and art collide. Mm-hmm. Weren't you telling me about some other villain that like buys a bunch of art? Well, there, there are Naruto villains Naruto who always argue villains. about what art should be, whether it should be um, f- like forever in standing in like a like statue and this guy uses like a bunch of puppets to like that he controls to do his fighting and then the other guy that he's partners with uh, thinks that art should be explosive and like just like effervescent or whatever is that the right word? I forget. That kind of uh, works. Yeah. But like it like he just he like makes a bunch he makes like clay statues and then they explode. I need to watch Naruto I think. It's so good. I like the Naruto run. Um, do you remember when people were going to Naruto run into Area 51? Of course. <gasps> of course, yeah. Should have joined that when I had the opportunity to go outside. Yeah. Mm. I think it also... They can't shoot all of us. <laughs> they is cannot. Le- they is, probably is could that have, though, Yeah, I think thing. they could have. Yeah, it's... Oof, that's interesting. That's a really interesting thing, because I saw this TikTok... Bringing it back. Bringing it back to, like, um... Of this, like, dad of triplets, like, there's three triplets, like, crawling to the fridge, and, like, uh-huh. yeah. he pulls one away, and then the other two have gone, and then he yeah. pulls one away, and the other two have gone. It's like, that is true, but if you're going up against the U.S. military, it's like, they probably could kill us all. Yeah, they have, like, 50 Absolutely. dads in that yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 50 dads with bazookas and shit. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Yeah. For sure, they could have handled it. Absolutely. Which is cool. Yeah, so, like, camping. Guys, we went on a hike, and we got lost. And I value getting lost, honestly. I got lost yesterday, and it was fun. I was stressed. It was a little stressful because we were far from home and also far from our campsite. And it was hot. It was hot as fuck. It was so hot. And we didn't bring any snacks. I wouldn't say that I was stressed, given that... I knew which direction we had come from, and we all had our phones at pretty good battery levels, and I was with you guys, and it was like 11 a.m., <laughs> so, like, the sun was not in danger of going down It wasn't down a crisis, anything. for sure, yeah. but I just like getting lost. It's like, how often do you get lost? It's a fun experience sometimes. Very rarely nowadays. Right? 
Because normally I'm in the city. Normally I would have my phone. You're not lost for more than five minutes. Yeah. If I have my phone. I have no need to get lost. I think we all have a need to get lost sometimes. No, I don't need to. I feel comfortable on the grid. Mm-hmm. I used to not. I used to delete Facebook all the time because I didn't like being on the grid. Now the grid is safe. Wait, I thought you don't have a Facebook. No, you I do. Don't. I was hovering but it over. It goes on and off. So you're not wrong to think that. I was hovering over the deactivate button. I'm just gonna do it. Like, why didn't I press it? I'm back on because I like to stock Facebook Marketplace now. That's Facebook what I've been hearing. Is it's lit. apparently pretty great. One for getting cheap furniture. Two for scoring dates. I talked to somebody the other night <laughs> who bought a TV from somebody and then went on a date with him, and it was apparently great. That's and wild. their second or third date was going camping to bring it back. To bring it wow. all back. That's amazing. That's crazy. I got a, a MacBook charger on Facebook Marketplace. It was easy. And did you get a date? Sadly, no. Damn. I've been thinking about deleting all my social media except Instagram, but maybe I should only leave my Facebook. Or sh- maybe I should just get off Twitter, because that's really the only one that wastes so much of my Baby time. Baby steps. I would like to remove myself from TikTok, but I'm worried I would lose all my favorited things, and that cannot happen. Here's the thing. Detrimental. I used to think that I would, at any point, go back and look at my likes on Twitter, but there are now thousands of them, and have you ever gone back and looked at your likes on TikTok? I do that yes. frequently. I do that about once a month. So that's yes. more regular on TikTok. Especially because, well, because on Twitter, I've literally never used favorites and likes in that way, and just like and favorite things willy-nilly for no reason, basically. Yeah. And so that's just never been part of my experience on the Twitter. So... On TikTok, I made it a point to only like things that I would want to go back and watch again. I will say, I do go back through my Twitter likes, too, though, about once a month. Because mm. those are solid gold, and I, I distribute yeah. those sparingly for things I want to come back. For wow. sure. It seems like it would be a much better use of the feature, and I'm sure that's what they were going for, but it's not something that I knew about when I was... It's how like, old, like 13, making a Twitter account? They favorites, right? Not yeah. likes. And so then it, that's how I always thought about it. They did used to and call them favorites. Yeah. But even then, I was favoriting like every other tweet. That's the same. Well, that's just wasteful. Twitter is wasteful. It's not wasteful. It's just that I didn't use it as intended. <laughs> also, who doesn't like getting a favorite? So I was supplying someone else the notification. With a little bit of joy? Yeah. That's very giving of you. Very altruistic. I'll yeah. take that. It's... So. it's uh, Circling the drain. Hmm. Okay. What do you mean? I just remember Gaga talking about social media, and she's like, living for likes is like so circling the drain. Like, you are soulless. But I was told that she lives for my applause. Yeah, that's different, girl. That's not like a like. That's the exact same that's thing. A, that's an in-person like. Yeah. Ask her. I will. She listens, right? And now we're bringing in our second guest. Gaga, Lady thanks Gaga. for coming on here. Uh, I know it's hot. Yeah. But camping was great, and I'm glad that I did it with two people who knew what was going on, because I, I obviously I couldn't have done that without you guys. <laughs> My favorite part about camping you is made it. the waking up early. And then just like I do wish that there. I I do wish that I had gotten up and gotten out of my tent earlier and I will know that for next time. The crisp air is cool. Watching the light like just pour through the trees and not right over top is great. And uh, I just got to read a bunch in the morning and I did my morning crossword. It was fantastic. Beautiful. Go off. Least favorite part about camping, I get stressed about food. 
I don't like that. They had those hooks where you could put your food up so the bears wouldn't get them, which was nice. Not all campsites have those. Yeah. I usually just lock our shit in our car. In the car. I don't even get stressed about the bear side of it. I get stressed about the what am I going to eat at every second of the day. Obvi, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's why camping is stressful. You have to bring so much shit. Bring so much. Yeah. There wasn't really, like, like I said, there was no salad bar. (laughs) You did say that. So I just mean, like, yeah, we had to bring all the food we ate. And even though we were only there for less than 24 hours, potentially less than 12 hours, uh, not really, but close, and uh, we did have to bring, like, three meals of food to eat. Yeah. I was researching how to do that efficiently beforehand, and that cooler you brought, you're just supposed to, like, line it with ice and then go out and buy ice a second time if you're there for more than one day. So you can just keep things iced all the time. That's real. But that's not, like, survival. No, camping's not really survival. No, yeah, I'm not saying that it is. Not but it's just, camp. like... We're not Bear grills. I'm not it. about to catch a fish and eat it. Oh, I would never do I that. I have friends that would, but I'm not. Why, wait, you would never do that? Well, I don't eat fish, first of all, but... I don't know how to, f- like... I mean, obviously I, I would if I was gonna die otherwise, but... Yeah, in an emergency, for sure. I'm not gonna put myself in a situation where I need to go out and fish for my own meal. And maybe I would do it in a normal camping situation, but I would not be the person leading that charge. I would need somebody else to be cutting the fish and telling me what fish are okay to eat and how much fish is enough fish for me to eat. Kind of somebody to mom me through the whole catch. How much fish is enough fish for you to eat? Girl, your stomach would tell you that, I hope. But well, some you gotta point. catch them before you start eating them. And that's oh, what I don't know. Like, I see am I good mean. after I catch one, or do I have to catch like five of these slimy things? Right, right, also, right. who wants to touch a fish? Touching fish is gross. And it's like on Survivor, a good day is like one fish for nine people. That's insane. Which is like not livable. They have one fish for nine person? Like, on a good... They have rice to supplement that with, but it's, like, if they want, like, a flavor, someone might catch a fish, and that's hopeful. I'm not going on Survivor. I kind of want to. Wouldn't make it. Honestly, after this camping experience, I feel like I could do it. (laughs) (laughs) I was, Because I already barely eat. Um, Did you get used to the hill? (laughs) Slipping on the hill? Well, they make it a shelter out of, like, bamboo and stuff. Might be a slight incline, though. I mean... We, yeah, but I did sleep through the night, like, uh, yeah. so... We could have just found a little bit better of a spot. We could have, but we didn't, and that makes me feel like I could do a survivor. It didn't rain, though, so that would be another issue. Yeah. Sleeping in the rain would literally... Oof. I don't think you can do it. Yeah, it seems like they all just, like... I kind of feel like waterboarding the whole time. Yeah, yeah, you just, like, are awake and, like, with your eyes closed. That is so awful, yeah. Ooh! That's why you got the rain fly. Yeah, but you don't have that on Survivor. Um, but I was... what I forget what the timeline on this was, but the, the Saturday... Oh, this I keep getting all my days mixed up because of how long last weekend was. But I'm on a journey right now where I'm only drinking one caffeinated beverage a day, and it's uh, very interesting, and I'm I definitely feel that impacting my energy levels throughout the day. Is it always coffee, or do you like to mix it up? Like it's maybe only... Like Dr. Pepper in the morning. Well, I don't drink any soda at all, but I, it's only been one cup of iced coffee so far since I started this experiment on Sunday. Interesting. Um, you just drink a lot more water now? Because your water intake is already... Well, I don't think I drink more water. I just still drink so much water. Right, right, Because right. I was only really drinking, like, 
two or three caffeinated beverages a day, but they were like very large beverages. Like I would get a large Dunkin' iced coffee, and that's very big. That's too big for anyone on any day. No, it's so fun to drink that. Um, <laughs> I'll have a coffee about once a month as a treat. It's like a liter of coffee. It's and like yeah, a lot. I like that because then I'm all jittery. Is that what you are like every second of? Day? No, because my body just got so used to it that it was like normal levels of caffeine in my body. Oh, um, so is this a slump now? I, well, it's, it's a detox. The first day, yeah, I'm loving my detox life. The first day, the first day of this, I didn't drink any caffeine at all. That was sad. That was Fourth of July, and I Whoa, what a day to start. I know, was dying honestly, but it, freedom from caffeine. Yeah, freedom from chemical <laughs> dependency. Um, and so that day was a lot and I went to sleep at like 1030. Uh, and so the next day I drank iced coffee and I've just been having one since then. I almost had tea today because I was tired at like four, but then I just got up and like stood or stood instead of laid down and drank water. I did take a two thirty nap today. Hmm. It was pretty great. That sounds like a good time to nap. But do you just drink tea or do you just not drink caffeine? I don't drink any caffeine. I just drink water through the day. Wow. Not that... even a Dr. Pepper in the morning. <laughs> not a Dr. Pepper in the morning. Sometimes, like, I'll have a Coke, but that's very rare. And probably more for the sugar than the caffeine or what? Yeah, more for, like, the, we're having a barbecue. Have, have a fun drink. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I probably ideally should be getting trying to get down to no caffeine. But currently, I'm, I'm, it's in steps, you know. I'm Baby getting steps. down to one per day first. I think that's fine. Yeah. You can have three per day. I don't care. But I care because I, it was hard for me to get to bed. Oh. So, like, that was the issue. That was the spark. Yeah. Because the day that we... The day that we played tennis was Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. I had a coffee, like, right before we played tennis, which was at, like, 4.30. So, nice. that was an issue later in the day yeah i bet i had my Can't coffee at 11 30 on last sunday and i couldn't fall asleep until 2 a.m and that's how sensitive i am to caffeine that's severe yeah that's bonkers but it has made me like able to go to sleep as soon as i need to go to sleep which is a wonderful superpower that i've never experienced before i've never been able to do that get this man tuckered out yeah damn I used to have a 9.30 bedtime when I was living in Madison. Self-imposed? I was up at I was up at 5 o'clock in the morning, so self-imposed, yeah. go to bed by whoa, 9.30. Whoa, 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 to get to work? Yeah, because I was wanting to overlap with the people in Europe. Oh my god, that is brutal. And actually, in that phase of my life, I did drink coffee, like half a cup every other day, I would allow myself, because that was hard. That sounds hard. Someone I know uh, goes to sleep <laughs> every day at ten thirty, seemingly for no reason. He wakes up. At, he wakes up and his work day is the same as mine, and he goes to sleep at ten thirty. That's like why beautiful. It, I mean, I, I love a good schedule. Like it that. makes it makes so much sense, and it's just so or it's so early in the evening for me thinking about it. But it is just like it seems like he's probably pretty rested. I think I was good about that before quarantine, and no, not anymore. I was bad about it before quarantine, and I'm way better about it. Whoa. About what? About, like, going to bed earlier and not staying up super late. Right. Never experimented with that one. It's not for me. (laughs) It's not for me. I've been a night owl. Same. Mm. 
but now I'm like... I like a morning. Like, sometimes in quarantine, I would have phases of waking up early, and I liked it. Yeah, waking up early is dope, and that is the secret to all of my happy days I've ever had. Um, and so, <laughs> I really enjoyed um, get going... I The times I do it, going to bed before midnight is, like, cool. But you know what's even cooler is staying up past midnight. And, like, past 3 a.m. That is fun, too. It That's is fun. probably cooler. Especially when you're camping and can see all the stars late yeah. at night. That's great. Ooh, that was fun. I'm not going in that amphitheater. <laughs> I'm not going in that amphitheater. We found it on... On our camping trip, we went on a walk after, like, when during moonrise, uh, and Way it was past dark. Moonrise. I know <laughs> it was like ten thirty. <laughs> anyway, uh, we saw we were looking for an amphitheater so that we could go see, like, try to look at the stars. We never really found a good field or anything to like sort no, of lay in really. for the stars. Uh, but we found like a shed where it, they said the amphitheater was supposed to be, and I was like, I'm not going in there. And the next day, we walked past it, and the amphitheater was behind the shed, and the shed was actually the back wall of the performance space that the amphitheater was. It's still spooky looking. Look spooky. Would was not it? have gone in that amphitheater. Would have, but it was definitely a little rickety, girl. She'd been around the block. Well, yeah, the campsite we were at was from the ancient Roman times. Is that true? I heard that. I feel like it was from at least the 50s, so that's the same thing to me. That's yeah. the same. It was iconic, though. Yeah, why did you, Why? what inspired you to take us camping, Dave? I like sleeping outside and i like not staring at a screen for all day like i have been recently and so that seemed like the best way to do it and force myself away from the screen absolutely and also i had that little camping stove that i like to use because it's fun yeah that was to get into it it was cool really nifty david made us some amazing chili basically as soon as we got there couldn't wait to break out the stove i was starving and also i love a good fire joe also kudos on the fire making ability yeah i was gonna bring it up but i didn't want to toot my own horn i'll toot it for you that Thank was you. a fire you kept raucous all night i or even had to a... bring back when we made you put it out for a little bit that was fun just like bringing a fire back from the embers very phoenix very i'm a firebender at heart i guess not really i'm a waterbender but you might be the avatar i think i'm the avatar i like making fires it's fun i've been doing it this summer a bunch because like all i could really do was hang out in my sister's backyard and we would make fires but it's easy i don't think so but i'm glad we had you when you don't think it's easy to do with like we had a lighter yeah when you have a lighter it's not hard it ain't rocket science i don't know i don't know but I there's certain things, there's certain things you gotta keep, mostly just the airflow. Yeah. Airflow is key. Triangle. Go for the triangle yeah. shape, yes. Yeah. A little pyramid. Tent. Exactly. You need a tent for you, and you need a tent for your fire. Absolutely. Where's the fire gonna live? In its tent. In a little tent. With the air. Dolph. I liked your fire stick, too. It was... Kind of Gandalfy. It was a little Gandalf-esque, more Radagast realness. Oh, the thing you were using to poke with it. Mm-hmm. Radagast would be your wizard, a man with the animals. I really do love Radagast, yeah, and I yeah. just learned about like the other the wizards, other the blue wizards. Yeah. I don't know. Mu- I don't know anything. I don't about know them, anything really. about them either. I want. That they're blue. My roommate was watching like a lore video about it on YouTube. I yeah. Love those. And I watched them all for Game of Thrones, but the blue wizards are dope. 
All I know, I know Saruman and Gandalf, obviously from the LOTR, and I was introduced Boyfriends. to Radagast in the Hobbit trilogy, and I've never seen Is a single he in thing. the movies? Yeah. Yeah, he's like that. one of the only good parts about those movies. Radagast. I like how That's Gandalf. exactly the how they say it. The first one's all right. The first, the first Hobbit's Hobbit. all right, yeah. I only saw the first two, and I heard the third was really, really bad. So yeah, number three blows chunks. Do they see the, the necromancer yeah. in those yeah. trilogies? Okay, because they never do that in the book. Yeah. yeah, so that's cool. Interesting. I love a necromancer. Because it is just Sara. Spoiler yeah. alert, the Hobbit trilogy. Gagging. I didn't, I don't. They don't even make that very plain in the, um, in no, the movies. Don't? I don't really. remember. I, didn't, I also of, didn't see the third one. You kind of know that it's like this rumbling dark force, but they don't really come out and ever say that it's the big baddie like dormant but I don't know shit about shit I don't know shit about nothing Nothing. let's move into iconic not iconic camping was so fun and I hope we get to do it again yeah we can do that I I also have been looking forward to joining a iconic not iconic since the beginning yeah I'm so happy to have you at this stage of the game this is you've made it to the final round final segment of the show wherein we've prepared three topics and we will go through them one by one and Joe and I will count down from three and at the same time all three of us will say whether we think that thing is iconic or not iconic and then we'll discuss are you ready Dave I am so ready first practicing you love this game first up we have marshmallows wow Three, Three, two, two one. one. Iconic. Not iconic. I'm gonna say not iconic. not iconic. Guys, they're obviously iconic. Even if you don't like them, they are. They are. I'm switching my answer to iconic. I'm keeping mine, and here's why. I burnt my mouth on a marshmallow just last night. Actually, I was making a s'more. Over but that's the on stove. you. I'm gonna blame actually the metal. That's stick on I was you holding. for using a blue flame, Azula. I was holding it over the stove, and I took the marshmallow off, and then there was still that marshmallow goop. And then I tried to bite it off of this metal stick, and obviously <gasps> I Dave. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh god. Speaking, also not very good. They're just sugar. Speaking of stoves, today before I started making dinner, I, well, as I was starting to make dinner, I turned on the stove, and a like gigantic bug flew out from the burner that I was using. Sick. Whoa. Which was horrible, uh, and that's like maybe one of the plagues from the Bible. You know, oh, there's none of those flying around right and now. And I, th- I think that, like three of them are like about bugs. Anyway, I uh, it was not fun and it was shocking to me. But what'd you say? Yeah, that you don't. Li- they're not good. They're just I don't sugar. like them. I don't like marshmallows at all. But I can't deny their place in the culture. Here's the thing: marshmallows. They do fit into the culture in a lot of different places. We're talking Lucky Charms. We are talking Whoa. Peeps. Really, we're talking s'mores. We're talking uh, like, peeps. Really, really. <laughs> I actually hate peeps more than regular marshmallows. Oh, I hate peeps. Peeps, peeps yeah. are the fucking worst thing I've ever had do you do the, the thing horrible where you let them experience get of eating. And then eat them? No, because I never eat them. Oh, see, I don't mind them stale, but I still will avoid them. We had a peep eating contest in college, oh, and a vomiting contest. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, none of them were ingested. They were all puked back up. But it was gross. Here's the thing about marshmallows. They, to me, in the s'more, are the alchemical ingredient. They are what brings the gooey. They are of what course. brings the heat. They are what they are the glue that literally holds it all together. 
That's so the like, one time I'll eat a marshmallow. Yeah, that's where they shine the brightest. Obvi. I, I popped a marshmallow on our camping trip. Didn't like it. What you mean what you popped, popped it? it? Eight, one oh yeah. Oh that well. Sucks. No, here's the thing. I obvi be doing that when they're open. It's gross. It's so, gross. It, look, I love a feed bag, and I will eat almost any snack if the bag is open. That's what my dad calls like any open <laughs> bag of food. Uh, but like, which just makes it sound so much grosser than it actually is. Yeah, it makes you feel like a horse eating oats when they put the thing on their head. But that's what my dad calls them. <laughs> anyway, so aggressive. I love a feed bag and will eat out of literally any snack that's open. When the marshmallows were open, I had no desire to, like, look at them. I ate one. I didn't hate it. They are... I uh, ate... Whatever. I don't know if these are going to be the other two things in Iconic, not Iconic, but, but they are the bottom of this more ingredients. We can get there when we get there because yeah. you have accurately predicted the game. Uh, <laughs> so next up, we have chocolate. Three, two, one. Iconic. Iconic. Obviously, Easy. it's chocolate. Maybe everyone's favorite everything. Even as a vanilla stan and a vanilla head, I love chocolate. And it's not yeah. like they're mutually exclusive, like... One of those little twist cones? Yeah, come on. Come on, twist great. cone. Yeah. Chocolate's good, and I do love... I feel like it's great in a s'more because it's, like, you... It's not a huge piece of chocolate. It's, like, enough to cover the graham cracker on one side. Now, how many pieces of chocolate, how many of those, like, Hershey squares do you put on your s'more? Two or two three. Two Hershey, or I guess three, but yeah, I was thinking usually two Hershey squares. I yeah. for three, Rectangles. Because I like to get, I like to maximize my chocolate. Yeah, that's yeah, a vibe. Fair. That sounds real. That makes sense. That sounds good, even. Chocolate is so good. Um, I used, to, I mean, I used to prefer it to vanilla, and in my adult years have shifted to the other side of things. But outside of ice cream, right? Let's just talk like chocolate, chocolate. Like, do you mm. like chocolate? Just like, cause before, like a bar. yeah, cause yeah, before I could, I didn't like just eating straight chocolate. Oh, I'll eat straight chocolate all day. Now I love eating straight dark chocolate. I don't love milk chocolate. But well, I like an M&M is yeah. one of my favorite ways to deliver chocolate to the do love And there's no M&M. real vanilla snack like that. That cookies and cream bar from Hershey's, is that, would you count that as vanilla? It's not as good. No, yeah. because even then it's got the cookie in it, and that's chocolate. But I, I mean, I'm not, I, we don't need to belabor the point with vanilla anymore. Sorry for bringing that weight into the conversation when this is about chocolate. Mm. Now you brought up Lucky Charms, which is obviously the best marshmallow Oh cereal. yeah, I love Lucky Charms. What marshmallow. is the best chocolate cereal? I'm inclined to say Cocoa Krispies. Cocoa Krispies, yeah, it's for Cocoa sure. Krispies. Count Chocula? No. I never had. I stand count chocolate because of the spook factor. Yeah, I don't really love mascot. the cereal. Um, I feel like Reese's Puffs is pretty good. I just finished the box of Reese's Puffs this morning. And, like, they're not good, but, like, you eat them because no, they good. taste good. I guess they are good. <laughs> they're not good, you eat them because they taste good. <laughs> Uh, I, I, yeah, no, I would say definitely what Cocoa Krispies. And I ate them. I ate Cocoa, I, I ate Cocoa Krispies far too much as a child and i loved them so much um and oh i God, would say yeah. it's either cocoa krispies or what like like chocolate rice crispy cereal that's <laughs> like, my two favorites same Pops. diff yeah cocoa, cocoa pop exactly pretty good too that's the rice crispy one no he's no talking i'm talking about like snap crackle pop but make it chocolate oh cocoa puffs are just reese's puffs without the peanut butter uh, yes yeah. basically yeah i don't love the rounds. ball i don't love those ball yeah the balls cereals are just i 
Kicks took a or Twix. No, it was what? Kicks. Kicks. Kicks was so good though. For some reason, I loved those. Wait, are those the, like all those? Those are all the yellow balls. Yeah. What you, are the ones that had the like silly rabbit? Tricks. tricks, tricks, tricks went to balls for a while. Oh, and yeah, they that did. Was a bad move. It was such a bad move. Never okay. went in for tricks. I don't love a fruity cereal, and now as an adult, my favorite cereal is Special Guy. Sometimes you just need a bowl of chemicals, and like I will not often, but I think in the past year I did buy a box of Cocoa Krispies or something. That sounds so good, though. I love sugary yeah. cereal, and I will stay loving. Sugary I love cereal. sugary cereal, guys. I just have a really boring palate as an adult. You really do. <laughs> you, what you don't inhale sugar in the morning at eight a.m. No, but I just like in general, I've been discovering. Sam's every- favorite flavor of seltzer is plain. His favorite flavor of chocolate is, or is ice cream <laughs> is, vanilla. is vanilla. My favorite flavor of chocolate is vanilla. <laughs> is vanilla uh, that's a good way of putting it <laughs> it's like that's true though um but like but i do really i do love Milk spicy food or, but or white chocolate I, just a couple yeah months you ago, do like spicy what's your favorite cuisine it used to, i it probably still would be korean food but oh. it was korean food before i went vegetarian and now i feel like a lot of the foods that i liked there aren't things I can eat anymore. And I feel that way about Chinese food too. And I still haven't really landed on a new Chinese food that I really want. That's not General Tso's chicken because General Tso's tofu isn't as good. Nothing broke my heart like Sam reminiscing about <laughs> Korean pork on our camping trip. Wow. Yeah. I sincerely missed that. I, I mean, Korean food was my favorite food before I went vegetarian. Absolutely. Before I, the, the night before I went vegetarian, it was my 24th birthday and my sister and I went to a Korean barbecue restaurant, and that was my last meal I had before I went vegetarian. Did you know going in? Um, I can't. I think so. Yeah. This was like your grand finale. Yeah, it's it was the last like supper girl. I was like, tomorrow is the day, and I haven't gone back. Yeah. For, intentionally, there has been moments where I've accidentally eaten meat, and one time I had a sip of beef broth. <laughs> Who's counting? Me. I just is that a metaphor? Laid it all out. No, I, it was, that's true. Kantai was having beef breath and she said it was bad. And I was like, let me try it. And it was bad. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but then I had, pulled pork or like just pork belly, like Korean barbecue is Pork belly is good. so, Korean barbecue is so good. Yeah. And now it's like, I, like vegetables in the sauce would still be good, but it's not at all the same thing. Have you had ma po tofu? Yes. Do you, you I like do it. like that. I, I'm, is that Korean tofu? No, it's Chinese. It's like in a brown sauce, and oh. it's good. It's really good. Um, but it's still not like the same level of fervor I had for General Tso's chicken. See, sure. my favorite cuisine is Indian, which translates so well. Indian is probably my new favorite. Oh, yeah. Because chana masala is so a, like a top five food on this it's earth. It's life, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Chickpeas really did that. They slay. Let's move on to our third topic for Iconic, Not Iconic. And I think you know what I'm going to say. Graham crackers. <gasps> Three, two, one. Not, not iconic. Iconic. I'm I'm going to say not iconic. They're not. I wow. said iconic for both chocolate and marshmallow. Can I, in defense of Graham crackers, do you remember that snack that was Teddy Grahams? Yeah. Yes, Those I remember Teddy Grahams. were my childhood, and they are just little Graham crackers in bear shape. I like that some of them have their arms up and some of them have their arms down. <laughs> oh, uh, I never even realized kind of that. The you're just like <laughs> shoveling them in your mouth so clearly you're not paying attention to the food. Girl, yeah, I'm uh, not looking at the... also, like, they say goldfish is the snack that smiles back, but Teddy Grahams are smiling. Yeah, no, and I'm not saying goldfish. anything bad about Graham crackers saying they're not iconic, but I am just saying, like, 
they aren't. <laughs> no one's reaching for a graham cracker if you're not making a pie crust or a s'more, and that's fag, squirrel. You could do a gingerbread house out of graham cracker. Done it. Who would do that? That sounds like I just a, said I done it. Why that, not? That's not I a gingerbread house. That's a graham cracker house. That's a graham cracker house. Graham cracker is great. Graham cracker is great. I love graham crackers, and unlike the marshmallows, when we opened the graham crackers, I was eating just the graham crackers because <laughs> I do love, I do like graham crackers, but they're not, I, they're not like a piece of culture. The ultimate graham crackers, obviously, the brown sugar cinnamon ones. Do they make different types of graham crackers? Yeah, they make flavors. Of flavor course, ones. everyone's got to diversify they their probably portfolio. Have a oh, one hundred percent. I did want to. Oh, I needed. I did tweet this out yesterday. Maybe I tweeted. Um, what did I say? Triscuit's best cracker. How do you guys feel about that? Wheat thin's best cracker. Wheat thin's over Triscuit for sure. I would say that Triscuits are far superior to any other cracker. Triscuits are. I feel like are their own, are their own even thing. No, like, they're a cracker. They're a cracker for sure. They're, I guess they are. Okay, but no. Here's the thing. <laughs> they seem so much more hardy. They're like woven together. They are fabric. They're, they they are, are a work of art. Literal fabric. They. The seasoning on them is amazing. I love Triscuits. They hurt the roof of my mouth. Exactly. I want you to shred the roof of my <laughs> mouth like I'm eating Captain Crunch. The funny thing about Triscuits is they're so big, but you also can't really eat them in bites because if you bite into them, they will collapse into like a billion different pieces. So you're really going to catch 22. You can get a max Avoid two them. bites out of a Triscuit. That's why I'm a Wheat Thins, man. You can eat those things plain. They're great with any kind of cheese on it. Or You think I'm not eating Triscuits trisket, plain? Melted cheese on top of Wheat Thins. That does not sound good. That sounds I'll good. I would be fine with that. I'll do it on a Triscuit, too, but it's better with a Wheat Thins. Wheat Thins are very good for, like, hummus and things because it is just, like, a square. You can put fucking anything on there, and it will stay on there, like, when the dip is done. Yeah. I, I would say Wheat Thins used to be my favorite cracker. And then in my adulthood, I became a Triscuits man. We always had both of them around in my home growing up. But Dolph. I, I was always partial to the Wheat Thins. I feel like we didn't really have either unless we asked for them. And then in the in those days, I wouldn't ask for a Triscuit because I thought I didn't like them because they were like unusual looking or whatever. But now I understand that they are for me. And did you say you had shredded wheat the other day? Was that the cereal you just bought? No, Special No, K. I was saying Special, special K, K is um, now in my adulthood my favorite. Because shredded wheat and special and uh, Triscuits very much the same I was about to say. Material. I was about to say What that. is? What are you saying? Shredded wheat. Shredded wheat. I don't think like I've had that. Woven uh-huh. together like a Triscuit is. I, or at least I don't, I'm not able to like picture what it is like to eat it in it's my mind. It's the little rectangles moment. of cereal that have frost, like frosted on one side and mm. it's like grains. But see, I don't think I would like the frosted. Well, those are the frosted mini I okay. had them in quarantine. You've totally had them. I don't think I had them, though. Oh, okay. I they love come unfrosted as well. I, oh, they okay. do? Yeah. I'm interested in that, though. <laughs> I'm so boring. <laughs> you really... Girl, you said it. I've been eating frosted mini weed for evs. It's yeah. like a McMahon staple. It's a good one. I love I it. I was at a Cracklin Oat brand for my uh, favorite cereal, too, which is a ridiculous-sounding name of just, like, oat brand cereal. Here's the thing. Sometimes it's good. They're very good. Special K ain't no joke. I believe that all these things are good, but graham crackers... They're just not iconic. They're just simply not gonna... They're not famous, honestly. I disagree. And that's what it takes. But, like, if you're calling a Triscuit a B-tier cracker, what's graham crackers? They're not crackers. It's a cookie. Yeah. A graham cracker is a cookie, despite its name. What? I would... Okay, well... It's a cracker. 
No, that's, that's a, a cookie. It can be a sugary cracker, but it's a cracker. I don't know. I think it is a cracker more so, but it's not anything, you know? Like, no one's, that's my point. You are buying creme crackers to do something else with them. You're not buying them to solely eat them as a cracker. Well, that's not fair. That's what you're doing with a marshmallow, too. You're buying it only Mm, to make some Some people eat marshmallows. Those people are criminals. This is a very... I agree with you, but they are out there. And crime never stops. This is really interesting. Because I think they are crackers, but, like, they're also cookie-esque, the sweeter ones, for sure. But, oof, this is... Full cookies for me. This they're, is, this is interesting. What do you guys... I'm, I do not consider this, so don't come for me when I ask the question, but it's something I've been thinking about. Would you consider a pretzel a cracker? No. Me neither. No, it's like a cousin of a cracker. Yeah, it's, it's like a similar... Thing idea but it's like it's a, a twist it's, it's a it's a twist on a cracker oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> okay but pretzel rods are a thing they are a thing what are you what are I you love, saying about that i love pretzel oh. rods more than twists i prefer a twist pretzel rods were elementary school for me they were doctor's office for me deaf doctor's office why Lollipops was that such the doctor's doctor office snacks i don't yeah. know lollipops Nothing's better than, like, a, a fresh jar of peanut butter and then scooping out with a pretzel rod. Mm, I would say nothing's Whoa. better than hummus and then scooping out with a pretzel twist. What? Okay. My sister's saying something about the lights. Oh, oh, we could turn the lights in the, on those on. Yep, that good idea. Um, yes. But we are just about wrapping up. <laughs> but we could do it a light for the finale. Wow. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful. beautiful dirty I, rich. A beautiful evening. David, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. This is lovely. This was my first time outside in three days. What? Really? Why? Not physically. I like, spent 20 minutes outside here or there, but like this was a good chunk and I got to go on a walk. Did you walk here? Yeah. Nice. It's been great. It, this has been wonderful. I It's been fun to record in the backyard. I am excited to go back to the AC having studio for next week, but this was a good experience to recreate. Oh, yeah, we didn't even really talk about why we were out here. Uh, we're recreating the camping experience. I think people got it, but I didn't think, yeah, I don't we think t- we talked about it. We did. I Alfresco. Oh, yeah, Alfresco. Yeah. But I, don't, I know we talked about it, but I don't know if we fully... It doesn't matter. Uh, this was wonderful. Uh, as always, uh, everyone... Get on, get on out there and get tested. I actually just got my results back, and I'm, uh, you know, negative across the board. Love to hear it. Thanks. Uh, it, and so we encourage you to go get tested. I, I was not offered the COVID antibodies test like some other people were at the same establishment, but it's fine. Well, it looks like I don't have them. Yeah, Joe doesn't have the COVID antibodies. Anyway. We also go out go, and go vote. Go bitch. vote. Obviously, I have a lot of conflicting thoughts that I've outlined before on this podcast about this part of this section, and it's just like just telling people to go out and go vote is. I feel like it's. I feel like it's. We need to understand that there are obviously issues. Do more, in, but also vote, bitch. But I'm saying like it voter suppression and like all that sort of stuff and so like yelling at people to vote is not what we're trying to do with saying this no. it's just like google gerrymandering and get mad about it go go out there and vote it's how i feel and tip a tip a drag tip a drag performer 
Girl, do it. Lord knows they need the money. And they're doing amazing shit. Like, back in New York, I see queens in the street doing, like, public shows and shit, so... And if you don't want to tip a drag performer this week, you could give to any of the uh, various foundations or things, or just, like, give money to someone who isn't you, I think. Yeah. And make sure they're queer. But Mm -hmm. give them money. Dave, thanks so much for being here again. Oh, and wear a mask. Sorry. Bitch, we had a mask on. Uh, David's got it. David's got a mask. Be like David, wear your mask. Uh, David, do you you don't want people to follow you anywhere, do you? I don't know. TikTok? No. No. Yeah. Well, you can follow this show at word on the STR8S at Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Sam Stanish on Instagram and Twitter. I also have another podcast called The Bitter Jurors at Bitter Jurors Pod on Twitter, uh, where we talk about every episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. And you can follow me at Queervote Queen everywhere. Beautiful. Love it. Love yourself. A wonderful plug from David. So true. I hope everyone out there has a wonderful Thursday. uh, And we'll see you next week. Bye.